discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same. We are constant. God is constant. God has not changed. And that is the life that we have received. It says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything He is, that is why He told Abraham, He said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave Himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God Himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boatim as Christ is magnified in you. Second Peter chapter, chapter 1, verse 8. I like it. It says, If these things be in you, for if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, one can be barren, one can be unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do you see? In our attempts to get to know Him, there are things that can prevent you. Or there are things that you ought to add to yourself. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't want to be barren. And unfruitful. Praise the Lord. For if these things be in you. If these things be in you. But the things that he's going to mention are things that are already in you. So it doesn't make sense why he's saying if these things be in you. Is when when you read the Bible, you should see what God didn't see, but actually said. When I say A, what does it mean? It means I didn't say B. Do you get it? So if I say A, it means I didn't say the other one. So what is the other one that I didn't say? Oh, it is not. It's certainly not B. It is A. Do you get it? It's for if these things be in you and abound, if they are in you in their increasing measures, it means that these are things that the thing I was going to mention are things that can increase. There are things that can increase. There are things that you can you can do something about. Do you see? Huh. I want to produce results. I want to get to know my God some more. I want to be fruitful and not barren knowledge of our Lord, my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I want to get to know Him more. Because I've learned that the more I get to know him, the more every other thing falls into place. So what are those things that can prevent me from getting to know him? You see, since these things be in you and are bound, they make you that they shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go to the next verse, verse 9. But he that lacketh these things, the one who lacks the things that I'm going to mention, he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off. There are Christians who are blind and cannot see afar off. Some weeks ago, I was sharing concerning spiritual blindness and spiritual sleepiness. There are Christians who are blind. They can't see. They are functioning on the, on the, on the least floor, on the, on, on the base of the mountain of God. I don't want to be like that. They have Christ in them. New creations. Children of God. Sons of God. But they lack 
some things, you see, and cannot, he says they are blind, and cannot see afar off, and have forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. <laughs> Look at the next thing. Wherefore, the rather brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. What is your calling and your election? To get to know him, isn't it? For if you do these things, you shall never fail, you shall never fall. Verse 11. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you, abandoning to the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. How many of you want to know those things? It means I got your attention, right? Look at, look at from verse 4. Let's read from verse 4. It says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. We are partakers of the divine nature. But there are things that we can employ to help us participate in that divine nature some more. Okay, look at the next thing. Verse 5. And besides this, giving all diligence. It says, giving all diligence. In other words, bring all your, your, your strength to bear on this particular fact. Giving all diligence. Add to your faith virtue. So faith is one of them. Okay? Then it says, virtue. And to virtue, knowledge. The word knowledge is gnosis. It means scientific knowledge concerning our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Knowledge, do you understand when we say scientific knowledge? Scientific knowledge is knowledge gathered through experiment, through drawing a hypothesis. You forgot your science. Science functions by experiments, by observations, gathering some things. Okay? And then drawing a certain conclusion. They, they put a hypothesis there. A hypothesis is not proven. It's a statement that is not a statement of fact. It's something that they've said. Okay? They've said this. But you want to prove it. You want to prove whether that thing is true. So what do you do? You start gathering information about that thing. And you start experimenting with that information. That if I add this to this, will I get this? If I add this to this, will I get this? Is it consistent with what they are saying? If it's consistent, then what they are saying is true. And you prove it to yourself and prove it to the whole world. Doesn't make sense. Or you've forgotten your science. We have a theory. Isn't it? A theory must become a theory after it has gone through tests and experiments. Okay? A theory is initially a hypothesis. It's an idea. It's, a, it's something that has been mentioned. Something that has been said. But it has to be proven. For it to become a theory. For it to become a law. That this is, this is like this. We have boss laws. We have J.G. Thompson's whatever. Eh? Newton's laws of, of, of motion. Initially they were hypotheses, but they became laws. Because they were taken through a certain experiment. What he's saying is that there are some things that have been said that are hypothesis to you. The preacher has said, but it's a hypothesis to you. You've not proven it for yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? Or you don't understand? You've not proven it. You've heard. You've heard that they say it's like this. They say faith works like this. But you've not proven it for yourself. Don't let some people be saying something. When you have not proved, you've not gathered knowledge concerning this particular thing for yourself. You've not gathered knowledge. You've not gathered facts for, for yourself concerning them. Sometimes some people's health does not work because they don't know about they don't know about healing. Do you get it? They don't know about healing. It's been mentioned. It's it's there. You know that health is mine. 
It's a theory. You've not, you, it's, a, it's a hypothesis. You've not proven it. So it says, add to your faith. Yes, we have faith. We've been given faith. We, 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 we came in by faith. We believed in him and we came in. It says, add to your faith. Virtue. What is virtue? Excellence. Moral excellence. Don't say, well, I know the Lord. So I'm doing whatever I want to do. You are opening your zip any, anyhow. Just anywhere. Not open your zip to wee wee. You understand what I'm talking about? How many of you understand what I'm talking about? Just add to your faith virtue. Virtue. Moral excellence. Say moral excellence. Moral excellence. In other words, if you want to get to know the Lord some more, you have to make sure the moral excellence that is resident in your spirit is showing forth. You have to make righteousness your... your righteousness is what makes things difficult for you to do. It makes... Let me rephrase. It makes bad things difficult to do. When you are conscious of the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, it becomes difficult for you to do terrible things, to do foolish things. You can't just sleep with anybody. You can't lie. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. Why? I'm not, I'm not based. I'm not on this level. Why, why should I be doing this? My life is not around that line. That's not my life. Do you see? It says, add to your faith virtue, moral excellence. And moral excellence stems out of the consciousness of righteousness or righteousness consciousness. That's where it, that's where it comes from. Go to Hebrews chapter 1. Let me show it to you. How many of you want to, be, to produce fruits? Not to be barren in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He's showing you how to do it. Can you imagine? He's telling you that this is, this, this is something that when you, when, you, when you are conscious of, you are finished. Then he shows you how to get to make sure you are not barren in that particular thing. I think it's, it's wonderful, isn't it? It's wonderful when you know what to do. It's like uh, the, the examiner giving you the questions and giving you the answers. I mean, what? You finished. You finished. Hallelujah. I remember when I was in secondary school. Oh, we're going to do physics. Physics practicals. The swinging pendulum. Eh? Normally, there's always a swinging pendulum. And it starts from a clamp. Those who are not science students, the Lord is with you. It starts from a gene, cl- a gene clamp. Okay, they tie it. They put it into a cock, a stop cock, and then they, there's a there's a there's a thread hanging to a ball. Then you swing the ball like this, and then you count twenty oscillations. Then you record within a certain time. So frequent F and T. Then you calculate. Hallelujah! Hallelujah. I'm surprised I remember some of these things. I don't remember the last time I talked about them. Hallelujah! During our time, that when we we're going to write. SSE. They didn't let it hang from a gene clamp. Only us. They made it hang from the roof. <laughs> it was hanging from the roof. I don't know if you remember. It was hanging from the roof. What a shock. But fortunately for us, we saw them hanging the thing. And the examiner opened the door for us because he was even surprised that it was, it was like that. So he opened the door for us. Come and look at it. It is actually hanging from the roof. So start doing your, your calculations from the roof. The guy helped us, isn't it? Even after all that help, nobody had an A. <laughs> during my, during my, my batch, I think three people had A, the whole, the whole of Ghana, in physics. Yes, about three people. Just three people. It was very, very difficult. Even our theory, when we're writing our theory, they did, oh, it was not good at all. It was very bad. Matter emotion is actually supposed to be the easiest, the easiest portion of physics, before lights and all those things. 
the matter motion question, they drew a certain circle, something. We couldn't solve it. Hallelujah. <laughs> but go into an exam knowing exactly what's going to come. It's the best thing you can ever do for yourself. I mean, it's the best news, isn't it? You know what you're going to write. There's no fear. Do you know examination fear? Examination, examination fear can make you get something called poco bligli. Eh? <laughs> you will just be shaking like that. White paper with ink on it and something inside. I know people have fallen sick, collapsed. When they opened the question and they saw it, they just collapsed. <laughs> because where they were thinking was going to come was not what came. The apostles were, they just collapsed like that. I know someone who, as soon as he opened the question, he started insulting the, <laughs> the lecture. <laughs> when I was with my masters, that was, uh, you know, masters, these people, they are older, MBA, they were, they were matured. We had police commanders and all those people in the, in the system. So you can imagine. The guy opened it, I mean, the man had mentioned that, he had mentioned that this is what is going to come. And when we went, it was not even one came. Ah! So when you open that thing, he said, you see, this is what I hate. Then he started, he started insulting the man. Out loud, though, not quietly. And everybody was just laughing. Hey! Hallelujah. Yeah, it would have been better if you didn't tell us anything. Just leave us and let us learn. Instead of making us learn something and another thing, he was so angry. He was so angry. When you know what is going to come, oh, you are finished. When you know what is going to come, you are finished. Hallelujah. So he says, add to, add to your faith moral excellence. In other words, the word add there is to supply. In other words, this is something inside. Supplied lavishly. Let it show forth. That's what he's saying, basically. Okay? And I'm saying that moral excellence stems out of the consciousness of who you are as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. What is the opposite of righteousness? What is the opposite of righteousness? What is the opposite of holiness? The opposite of holiness is commonness. The opposite of righteousness is sin. Hallelujah. In other words, if you don't want to do, you don't want to sin, what should you do? You should be righteous. Hallelujah. When we say moral excellence, okay, moral excellence has to do with you doing things that are perfect in the sight of God. Do you see? Be morally upright, not lying, not insulting, letting your words. Let me show you some scriptures along these lines. Can I show you some scriptures? Sometimes it's like some of these things are not in the Bible. In the book of Ephesians, okay? In the New Testament, okay? There are two sides that Paul especially gives us. Even Peter gives us those two sides. For instance, in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, Peter mentioned, he says that, go to 1 Peter 2, 1. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1. He says, wherefore, laying aside all malice. Okay? Laying aside what? Meaning that if you say laying it aside, it means that there's a tendency you can get into malice. You understand? What's the meaning of malice? Let's read Amplified. We don't understand. So be done with every trace of wickedness. Every trace of wickedness. And wickedness includes going up to the lady. You know exactly what you're going to do to the lady. And then you are... That's wickedness. You get it. It's wickedness. You are, you, you are doing a business with somebody and you have an intention in your mind that this guy, I'm going to do this to him. I'm going to destroy his life. I'm going to, I'm going to outsmart the person. He says, so be done with every trace of wickedness. These things do not, they make you barren and unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You can't get to know the Lord if you are participating in these things. Eh? 
every trace of wickedness, depravity, mal- malignity, and all deceit and insincerity, pretense, hypocrisy. He says, do away with these things. And grudges, and envy, and jealousy, and slander, and evil speaking of every kind. Do you understand that? Evil speaking of every... What you have not seen, you say you have seen. You have never been with this man of God before. But you say that this man of God, he's not good at all. He gets his power from... Gamalin 20. He gets his power from something. Did you go with him to go and see that thing? Daniel, you are, you, are, you are speaking evil of... You are speaking evil. Slander. Would you know what slander means? What's the meaning of slander? What does it mean? Saying bad things about somebody behind the person's back when you're smiling to the person in his, in his face. You smile to him. When he goes to this guy, yeah. how can you do that and expect yourself to produce results or guess you know, it's not going to work. Do you understand? It's not going to work. There's a place where, listen, let me explain something to you. There's a place where you are taught to produce righteousness in order to take away sin and all those things. Do you understand? For instance, I can come here and teach you concerning who you are in the Lord. The fact that you are the righteous of God. Therefore, you don't slander. Then I'll let you say, say, I don't slander. I don't slander. I'm not a slanderer. That is there. There's another side of it. Where you are meant to know what exactly that, those things are. So that when you see it, you can swear it. The Bible says to, to, to shrink away from every appearance of evil. Do you understand? So when you stand before, you stand amongst people, and then you realize that, hey, they are talking about somebody. Just get your, these things are too high for me. I don't want to be involved. Just get out. You realize that the devil is sent you along a certain line. Devil is okay. You are wonderful. God bless you. Yeah, you are so lovely. You don't want to even say something bad about the devil. Go away. And then you do what you are supposed to. Do you understand what I'm saying? How many of you understand what I'm saying? So, in the, in the New Testament, he shows you the, 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 the two sides. He lets you know who you are and shows you what you don't do because of who you are. Do you see? So, if you know who you are and you realize they are doing what they say you don't do, then there's something wrong. Hallelujah. It says, be done with all these things. Hypocrisy. You know when we say someone is a hypocrite? What does it mean? Sometimes these words you don't understand. You use them, but you don't understand. But when we say someone is a hypocrite, what does it mean? Two-faced. Hey. What does it mean? Two-faced. If you say two-faced, you've not said much. It means the person has two faces. Two-faced. What, what does it mean? Pretender. He says this, but he actually means something else. Jesus called the Pharisees hypocrites. Hmm? The tree is munyachumfo. Hypocrite. What it means is that the person says A, but he doesn't, he, he's not going to do A, he's actually going to do B. He's a hypocrite. He says, Oh, I'm going to go with I'm not I, I'm going to go with you here. But actually he's not going to go. You go there, you don't see him there. And you let them kill you. He knows that they are going to kill you, but you keep quiet. Are you a child of God? See, I'm not into these things. Say it again, I'm not into these things. The anointing does not work on people who are like that. You know, does not work in people. If if you are bent on you are bent on going along a certain line, you 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 are you are destroying your own life. Okay, yeah. See, I'm a child of God. Therefore, I don't get involved in some of these things. 
then he lets you know what to do. Instead of he says, don't be done, be done with all these things. Look at it. Like newborn babes, you should crave, test for earnestly desire the pure, unadulterated spiritual milk that by it you may be nurtured and grow unto completed salvation. The King James says that as newborn babes, desire the sincere and earnest milk of the word that you may grow thereby. Eh? So instead of getting into slander and getting into all those things, it's rather get into the word. Let the word of God be the primary thing in your life and see how you will grow. Hallelujah. So, go to Hebrews. Let me show you something in Hebrews. Proverbs 8. Hebrews 1 8. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 8. I want to produce results, right? See, I want to produce results. Ask anybody, do you want to produce results? Love the Lord with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your, your mind. And guard against anything that will prevent that from happening. Hallelujah. Yeah. Look at this. He says that, but unto the Son, he said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and ever. He's talking about Jesus. A scepter of righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. A scepter of what? Righteousness is a scepter of thy kingdom. So the God we are getting to know is the God of righteousness. In other words, it's not the God of sin. So you can't be living in sin and expect to, to know him. Doesn't make sense. There's a place where he helps you to come out of your sin. But if he's helping you and you don't want to come out, then there's a problem. Okay? Then look at the next thing. Thou hast loved righteousness. He's talking about Jesus. He says, Thou hast, the reason why the anointing was upon Jesus strong like that. Okay? He says, Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even thy God, has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. So if I want to be anointed above my fellows, what should I do? Love righteousness. And hate what? Iniquity. And hated iniquity. What is iniquity? Transgression of God's law. What's the second law? Love your neighbor even as I have loved you. If you are slandering your neighbor, is that love? If you are be- being a hypocrite, is that love? If you are pretending you say you are with us, but you are not with us, is that love? It says love righteousness. Love right standing with God. Understand who you have been made in Christ. Know that you are a child of God. Therefore, a child of God does not get into these things. I don't get into these things. I'm not into these things. No, I'm not into these things. I refuse to allow my life to be dragged into slander. To be dragged into jealousy. I'm in church and I'm jealous of everybody. Jealous of what's going on. I mean, what's, what's the meaning of that? That's not my life. I have a higher life. I have a higher life. That's what you say to yourself. I have a higher life. See, and as you say those things, you're actually getting to know the Lord some more. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Says he has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. Above thy fellows. Above thy fellows. Okay? Then in Ephesians, I was talking about Ephesians initially. In Ephesians, Paul from Ephesians chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 3, even into chapter 4, he talks about what we really are, who we really are. In Ephesians, we talk about the fact that we are to stand before him blameless in love. 
Don't mention that we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. All those things are in chapter 1. Then in chapter 2, he talks so, so beautifully about what we are. Chapter 3, exactly the same way. Then in chapter 4, from verse 17, he starts talking differently. He starts talking about what you don't get yourself involved in because of what you are. Hallelujah. And most of them are morally inclined. They are morally inclined. Can I read some to you? He says, This I say therefore and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as the other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. Do you understand? In the vanity of their mind. Whatever comes to their mind, whatever terrible thing comes to their mind, they just do it. See, I'm not like that. Say it again, I'm not like that. Having their understanding darkened. The understanding is darkened. There's no light. In the new creation, the light of God floods your understanding. Okay? It is having the understanding darkened. Being alienated from the life of God. We are not alienated from the life of God. We, are, we, are, we have the life of God. Through the ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their hearts. See, my heart is not blind. I have received the light. Go to the next thing. Who being past feeling? They have gone past feeling. You understand that they have gone beyond feeling they have gone beyond they've gone past feeling that's what it actually means they've gone past they've gone beyond feeling in other words they've gone beyond even their own conscience have given themselves over unto lasciviousness let's read amplified we don't understand lasciviousness in their spiritual apathy they have become callous you see they've gone past feeling they have become callous and Past feeling and reckless and have abandoned themselves and prey to unbridled sensuality. Eager and greedy to indulge in every form of impurity. That their depraved desires may suggest that their depraved desires may suggest and demand. Do you understand what he's saying? How many of you understand what he's saying? Praise the Lord. Say I'm not a hypocrite. I'm, not a hypocrite. I'm a child of God. Okay, this is, this is, it says, they have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. Eagerly. Eh? Hard, the Bible talks about hard party or strong partying. Do you understand? <laughs> strong party, like very wild Black Sunday party. Purple haze party. Naked party. You know there are naked parties in the city now. Yeah, that's what they are interested in. What are you a believer doing there? You've heard of a naked party. You are going to remove your trousers. And you are walking around. Hey, Charlie, what's up? What is wrong? There's something wrong. Can't you see there's something wrong with you? Paul says we don't get involved in those things. We have the life of God. We don't get involved. We don't... All those moral stupidities. Not, we, are, we, we add to our faith moral excellence. Do you understand? So that we will not be unfruitful in the knowledge. We are doing all that because we don't want to be unfruitful in the, and bind in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We want to get to know Him more. The more I practice these things, the more I, I lose my knowledge of Him. You can lose your knowledge of Him. That's what He spoke about. That the one, if the, the one who does not have these things in Him is blind and cannot see afar off. And has forgotten that He was even saved from His sins. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, next thing. Okay, this message. Go back. Message. I like it. They can't think straight anymore. <laughs> they can't think far. Hallelujah. Finally, we have seen you can't think far in the Bible. Hallelujah. 
They can't think far anymore. They can't think straight anymore. Feeling no pain, they let themselves go in sexual obsession. Addicted to every sort of perversion. Look at the next thing. But that's no life for you. You see, he says, but this is no life for you. Say, this is no life for me. That's not how my life goes. Tell me, but that's not how my life goes. I add to my faith. Moral excellence. Yeah. Tell me, but yeah. I add to my faith moral excellence. Tell me, you never see me at a certain world party. Naked party. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of destiny. My life does not go along that line. I'm bigger than those things. I'm precious than those things. Yeah, into boozing and all that. I'm not like that. I'm not, I don't go along that line. He says, that's no life for you. Eh? You learn Christ. You've learned Christ. You've learned Christ. The, the King James says that, let's read the King James. But you have not so learned Christ. You have not, this is not what Christ is. You see, Christ is not into those things. You say, a child of God, you are into a very strong, you are into 50 cents. Go shorty, it's your bed. Then ask, you stand in the mirror. Instead of confessing who you are, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You are standing in the, you are standing in the mirror. Go shorty, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. Right in the club. Blah, 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 blah. Hey! What a shock! Are you a child of God at all? You will be buying the knowledge of God. You'll be surprised. You don't need anybody to tell you. You don't need a prophet to come and tell you. You will be barren. You open your Bible, you will not see anything. Hallelujah. One man of God said that. Listen, we don't get. He said you don't get here by chance. And that man of God said that. Why do you think I'll lay hands on you and all the things that I know in God will come into you? It's not going to happen. Do you get it? Laying on of hands does not communicate everything that is in the man of God to you. Hey, then we'll always we'll go for laying on of hands. You go and see the, the, the man of God you like and you say that, man of God, just lay hands on me, everything will be fine. It's not like that. There's a personal relationship that we develop with God intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah. Okay? Ushem Bolt did not get onto the 100 meter track by accident. He didn't just get there. He didn't become the best. Well, he's not running nine point something seconds. This is seconds. Ke, 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 ke. Nine. Do you know 100 meters? You will use five minutes to run it. You. Five, you run like you will not get it. Some people use 10 minutes. I'm telling you. Nine seconds, 100 meters is gone. 19 seconds, 200 meters. 19 seconds. 200 meters. You just finish it right now. We don't get there by sleeping and drinking. He doesn't drink. He doesn't booze. He doesn't do any... You must discipline yourself along a certain line in order to be able to do some of those things. There are some food, special diet. You're on special diet. You don't eat some things. In the same way, if you want to get to know the Lord in a certain way, there's special, there's special diet. There's special, tell about the special diet. Oh, I always forget about it. So one guy wanted to know how to blow the trumpet. And they asked him, do you have enough air? He said, no. Are you willing to gather enough air? No. If you are not with them, how are we going to help you? You are not. You, there's something wrong with you. 
You see, he says, you have not so learned Christ. This is not what you've learned. Is Christ in you? How can you carry Christ and go and fornicate? How can you carry Christ and go and lie? How can you carry Christ and go and... Ah, I'm conscious that Father Christ is in me. How can you carry Christ and get into shady business? You know that the business that you're doing is not good, but you're there. Hallelujah. You are into Sakawa 419. You are not a Christian. You don't know that you are not. You may not. <laughs> you know, there are some people who don't know that they are not Christians. They think they are Christians, but they are not. You lo- the life of God is not in you at all. Hallelujah. Have you seen a human being behaving like a dog before? Have you seen one before? Behaving like a dog. Even barking like a dog. Have you seen that before? Oh, it happens actually. If rabies gets to you, you'll be barking like a dog. You'll be surprised. I thought it was a lie, but I saw some recently. The guy was barking like a dog. Rabies is demonic. It's completely demonic. Yeah, the person behaves like a dog and barks like a dog. But naturally speaking, it's not like that. If someone is barking like that, it means there's something wrong, isn't it? There's something wrong. The person has moved from being a human being to something else. Okay? It is, it is, it is consistent with the human nature to walk upright. If a human being is crawling on the floor, 20-year-old boy, or man rather, crawling on the floor, eating grass, or in a book at Nisa or something, <laughs> It's, it, it's not consistent with the human nature to do those things. Is it true? Is it true? In the same way, it's not consistent with the, the, the life of God to be engaged in these things. That's why he says, you have not so learned the Christ. You've not so learned Christ. This is not what Christ teaches. This is not what, what, what comes out of Christ. Do you see? Look at the next thing. Yeah, a lot, actually. Verse 21. Let's read that the NLT or something, or message, so that it can be faster and shorter. Okay? My assumption is that you have paid careful attention to him, been well instructed in the truth precisely as we have it in Jesus. Since then, we do not have the excuse of ignorance. Everything, ignorance, everything and I do mean everything. Okay, Everything and I do mean everything connected with that old way of life has to go. It's rotten through and through. Get rid of it and then take on an entirely new way of life. A God-fashioned life. Hmm? A life renewed from the inside. Isn't that nice? So I'm a new creation. I add moral excellence. Yeah, because I've been born to display the moral excellence of Christ too. That's what we've been born for. In First Peter chapter 2 verse 9, it makes us know that we have been created to display His virtues. A life renewed from the inside and working itself into your conduct as God accurately reproduces his character in you. Hmm? I seeing it. Look at the next thing. What this adds up to then is this. No more lies. No more pretense. Tell your neighbor the truth. In Christ's body, we are all connected to each other. After all, when you lie to others, you end up lying to yourself. Go to the next verse. Go ahead and be angry. You do want to be angry. But don't use your anger as fuel for revenge. And don't stay angry. Don't go to bed angry. Don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. Did you use, did you use to make ends meet by stealing? Well, no more. Get an honest job so that you can help others who can't work. 
All these things are in the Bible. You may not know. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul or dirty come out of your mouth. Do you understand that? You don't understand it. Oh, the message is too dark. Do you know Akasha? Akasha, the Akasha is too much. They are chewing your face. Watch the way you talk. Let nothing foul. Let you be amplified. It's very nice, actually, of this verse. Let no foul or polluting language, no evil word or non-wholesome or worthless talk ever come out of your mouth. If you do these things, says you shall be fruitful and not barren in getting to know the Lord some more. But only such speech as is good and beneficial to the spiritual progress of others, as is fitting to the need and occasion, that it may be a blessing and give grace, God's favor to those who hear it. Next verse. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Do not offend or vex or sadden him by whom you were sealed, marked, branded as God's own, secured by the day of redemption. Secured for the day of redemption, of final deliverance to Christ from evil and consequence of sin. Let all bitterness and indignation, wrath, passion, rage, bad temper, and resentment, anger, animosity. You know animosity? Behaving like an animal. You have animalistic thoughts in your mind. Break his leg. Let's kill him. Let's do this to him. Christian, let's do this. It's, the, the animosity is too much. Every time you're thinking about something, if someone says hello, you, you say to yourself, why is he saying hello to me? Why can't you, why is he so nice? Why shouldn't he be nice? Do, do you understand? And quarreling, the ladies, and quarreling, brawling, if you're a lady, see I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. Quarreling, brawling, clamor, contention, and slander, evil speaking, abusive or blasphemous language. Be banished from you with all malice, spite, ill will, or baseness of any kind. Let it, I add to my faith, virtue, moral excellence. I don't go along that line. You see, it says add it because it is inside to add it. I will not go along this line. I'm a child of God. I don't go along this line. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I don't go along this line. Open your Bible and see when you start thinking like that. Open your Bible and see. You'll be surprised at what you'll be seeing concerning Jesus. You'll be surprised at what, how the Lord revealed himself to you. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked that the Bible all of a sudden will start making sense to you. What you were reading and couldn't understand will start making sense to you. Because you have decided that you are going to supply moral excellence to that life that you have. Because in, in your nature, you are not along those lines. You understand? I'm not a liar. I'm not into lying. I'm not into thinking foolishly. Every lady you see, you, 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 you make her naked in your mind. Don't like my message. Every lady. Just, and become useful and helpful and kind to one another. Tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, loving-hearted, forgiving one another readily and freely as God in Christ forgave you. This is the word of God for you and I. Hallelujah. See, I add to my faith. I add to my faith. Moral, excellence. Moral excellence. And I add to my faith. And I add to my faith. Knowledge, concerning Jesus Christ. knowledge concerning Jesus Christ. Scientific knowledge. Scientific. Uh, getting to know the word of God for myself. Concerning every subject. They say we are the righteousness of God in Christ. Where are those scriptures? Where are they? What does it mean? Start meditating on those things. Look for them so that you can prove the word of God for yourself. You have to prove the good word 
eh? the good will of God concerning his word, the acceptable will of God concerning his word, and the perfect will of God concerning his word. You have to prove it. You have to prove the word. Hallelujah. Say, I'm a child of God. Say it again, I'm a child of God. And I'm excellent in my thoughts. I'm excellent in my actions. No foul thing comes out of my mouth. I'm not into dirty talking. I'm into good talking. I'm into gracious talking. Not terrible talking. Hallelujah. You say, Lady, your buttons is nice, so then you slap the buttons. Pa! Child of God. Everybody, you want to, you know, you know, can touch us. And you're always touching everybody. Can touch us. You get everybody. Hey. When a, when a person says, Oh, why are you doing that? Oh, what? I would not bother this in Christ. The Lord will never use that hand. You will stretch it and nothing will happen. Hallelujah. Yeah. How many of you want to be anointed above your fellows? It says, love righteousness, hate iniquity. Okay? Say, I love God. With all of my heart. With everything that is in me. In Jesus' name. Rise up on your feet and just thank God. Rise up on your feet. Just thank God. God bless you for listening. Keep listening to the word as Christ is made the center of your world. For prayer and counseling, call 024-563-8314 or send an email to info at christworldinc.com. God bless you.